Hey, SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by downloading the Radio TFI app. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. <laughs> On Radio TFI. <laughs> that time again folks it is sunday yes i did again say sunday october excuse me november 10th of 2019 the year of our lord you are listening to the taxi stand hour on radio tfi as well as the beta on soundcloud well not yet well but they won't know remember that's right that's right from Egan, Minnesota, in the Northern Command Studios, I am John Shannon, and from the illustrious Radio TFI Executive Tower on the... Are you doing it from the penthouse suite this time? Anyways, Mr. Ed Van Ness, good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens, and wonderful. welcome to a wonderful, wonderful, spectacular day here in AOC country, where we just love our... Uh, our Congress people and and uh, and it's it's getting colder than I really really am comfortable with, but we'll talk about that in a moment. <laughs> well, we had we've had a couple of little dustings of snow here, but last I think it was or this last Tuesday, uh, we had our first bit of measurable snow that uh, stuck to the ground, uh, at least in my neck of the, the Twin Cities. And for all the experience that people have in driving in winter in this state, the first snowfall, they all seem to forget all at once. (laughs) I was looking at all the accidents and whatnot on the traffic report, and I said, to hell with it. I am not going out till about 9 o'clock until everybody is safely off the roads. Unbelievable. (laughs) <laughs> well, we we had, we had a little bit of that cold blast that came through. Now, being up in the mountains in the Catskills, uh, we came out the other morning, and it was the coldest I've seen in quite quite some time. It was in the high twenties, twenty eight, twenty nine. Uh, there was a we saw some vehicles with snow. One of our trucks was was parked next to us in the hotel parking lot. And it had a little bit of accumulation of snow on it. It snowed overnight, but nothing stuck. Uh, we saw a few cars that had come down from the higher elevations that had eh, an inch or two on, you know, an inch or so, excuse me, on the car. But Friday, we had to go up into Saugerties, New York. Now, if you know your music festival history, you know that Saugerties, New York is the town near where the Woodstock Music Festival was, uh, was held. So we were up in these, we had to go up into this tiny little, this house to the, uh, up in that area, tiny little mountain roads on a 24 foot box truck. It was, uh, so we loaded some stuff up out of the house and just as we're finishing up, it started snowing. 
So I've officially been in snow. It, it didn't last long, and, uh, and it was more about the elevation than, than, uh, than the weather itself. But, but it's coming. This blast that you're in right now, this Arctic blast, is headed here Tuesday morning where I'm going to be. We're looking at about 17 degrees. Oh, my God. 17 degrees. Uh, yeah. Well, go ahead. You make fun. People made fun of me when I lived in South Florida, and I complained. I, I mentioned a low temperature. Look, I don't live in the deep freeze like you do, okay? I have no no reason for it. I've made it clear. I find winter to be pointless, all right? I'm not here for the weather. I'm not here for the weather. That being said, I'm just reporting what the temperature is going to be. I haven't started complaining yet yet as you're gonna say give it time uh, well right now actually here in uh, beautiful egan minnesota it's 28 degrees so we haven't quite got that uh, polar vortex come through here yet i don't think that it's going to be much colder than 17 degrees at least for highs it's going to get down into the single digits for lows here but oh yeah no I'm we're gonna i'm gonna be sleeping through that so who gives yeah. a rat's ass yeah, we're, we're looking at uh, New York City itself will get down in the 20s in the mm-hmm. next couple of days when this comes through. But I'm 100 miles north of, of New York City. And again, we're up in the higher elevations and uh, yada, yada, yada. So yeah, wherever you are, wrap up, make yourself toasty and warm. And and let's say we continue with the show. Was well, that what we were here for? Well, it's Sunday. That's what we always do no. on Sunday. No, no, wait a second. <laughs> this isn't even close to what we normally do on Sundays. Well, no, we, tried, you, that, we tried this one time and eh. Yeah, I'm usually sleeping. Yeah, you and me both. But here we are. Here we are. And here as far are. as we know, for at least next couple weeks, right? Next week. Next Just week. Next will week? Be, let, let's do a little housekeeping here. Next okay. week. Next week is the last possible week I may have to work on Saturday because okay. we don't know. We're still going to we're going to schedule Sunday. Uh, nope. we're, we're definitely off off the Saturdays after that. Also, Soundtrack Saturday will be an encore presentation this coming Saturday because, quite frankly, folks, I have, between the moving around and the weak internet I have up in Kingston, New York, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, I really haven't had the time to, to put together anything new. So we'll, 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 we'll re, refire uh, some of the stuff we've already done. Last night we did George Carlin and Mel Brooks, which were two of my favorites to put together. But. Oh, you, it, I tell you, it's un-American if you're not a fan of George Carlin. Or and Mel Brooks. And Mel Brooks, yes. Oh, well, I tell you what. Why don't you go ahead and lead us off into our weekly ritual here by letting us have our comedy bit with the continuing falling of Uber and Lyft stock here. <laughs> Look out below. Timber! Uber... Closed the week at $27 and exactly one penny. It is dropping. It opened when it first came on the marketplace at $47.08. That's where it started. It's been a free fall ever since. And now we are, we are uh, well, well approaching the halfway mark of we dip below 30 
I'll tell you what, in this neck of the woods, we are we're dancing around in our shorty shorts and just having a grand old time. <laughs> if they, When it goes below 20, hair will be set on fire. I promise you this in celebration. Meanwhile, meanwhile, oh, across, meanwhile, across the... Didn't we talk about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. We talked we talk pre-show about stepping on each other and interrupting and blah, blah, blah. And so, John... Once again, you really need to show up to rehearsal. Meanwhile, Lyft <laughs> ended the week at $43.23 and falling. Once again, when they uh, went went public, their IPO, they started at $88.60. They have fully cut in half their uh, initial public offering so good job kids and kittens because we all knew this was going to work out because your business model is just mm, primo it, it, it just screams of success oh wait a second no no it doesn't it really doesn't no, no it doesn't and just like you just like you predicted it hit rock bottom on thursday which it dropped to, to down just above uh 26 20, right. I forget what exactly what it was, but it was it definitely hit rock bottom then. Well, Wednesday was the uh, that was that was the the lockout day expired, so it was that day uh, that everybody could get rid of their shares. Apparently, and, and uh, I didn't save the article, but apparently our boy uh, Travis Decay dumped his shares for another cool five hundred forty-seven million dollars. Who's buying this crap is what I'd like to know. Again, I don't understand the stock market nearly as well, the intricacies of it. But who is buying this? I'm sure there's... uh, We should probably get Dylan back on here in the next week or so to explain this to us. Uh, But I I just don't understand. I know the Saudis have deep money in it. SoftBank is, is... SoftBank, this huge, huge company out of, I think it's, is it Japan or Korea? They're, they're throwing money at all these piece of garbage unicorns. Half a billion here, three quarters of a billion there. You know, oh my goodness. Stuff that is clearly not not working. But then again, you can all sink and swim for all I care. So. SoftBank, uh, SoftBank posted a six point five billion dollar operating loss on WeWork and Uber. Oh, that's right. WeWork. I forgot about that. I don't know a lot about WeWork other than the guy who started it is walking away filthy rich and really doesn't care about it. Uh, so, so here's something kind of funny. Remember, remember this guy, old Travis the K. I just mentioned old Travis the K. Well, apparently he uh, raised four hundred million dollars for his next act from Saudi Arabia. That's <laughs> this, this is the kitchen thing. This yeah, is the cloud uh, kitchen. Right, right. Because everybody wants to buy their food from a place that doesn't have to answer the health codes. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> You know, it's even more uh, funny about that. Well, actually, not funny. Is is you got this money from Saudi Arabia? Yeah, and uh, you know, we all know how innocent and wonderful Saudi Arabia is. I'd, I'd almost the, call that blood money. They're the bestest. They're yeah, the bestest. Exactly. They. Uh, I got a little. 
I got a little tweet here. Uh, uh, mm. And I just lost track of it. So you go right ahead. Oh, well, geez, let's, uh, let's, um, well, let's see. Uber, they lost $1.2 billion in the most recent quarter, by the way. That's right. So, and, oh, get this, too. Apparently, Uber uh, has to face some costly choices after an expert finds it, it's using Waymo's self-driving tech. Right. So they're going to actually have to pay for that. Pay for it or come up with their own, which they've proven. Yeah. And now it's funny you mentioned the, self, the, the self-driving thing because I got a little tweet here from uh, Tom Simonite, at T. Simonite. Uber's self-driving car unit made some disgusting choices. Car blind to pedestrians outside crosswalks. Car programmed to delay action for one second after detecting a crash. Automatic emergency braking disabled. No safety division or safety manager. So once again, fine job there, everybody. Good good work in Uber. And for all of you that still believe Uber is the safest thing on wheels, I, I wish you the best of luck. And I hope your family has a pleasant, nice service for you. Mm. Hey, you know, there was a... Uh there was a young lady and she's a i guess blogger journalist whatever uh whatever you might want to call her but apparently she took uh her uh, dip in the toe into uber and lyft uh she was starting out with both of them and then apparently uh it didn't take her long to drop uber and uh after a couple of uh well i'll read you a little bit of this here uh she I'm, I'm i'm reading i'm reading this verbatim here i made the decision in december of 2018 that i was going to go at least one year as a full-time freelancer so i resigned from my job i wanted to explore all the private projects and upwork clients that i'd worked with before and da, 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 da. but she figured out she couldn't make enough money to survive so she decided to go into uber and lyft oh let's see what else she had uh this is too much of a long read but in short <laughs> you know this is i know i know i get bored i get bored real easy with reading it i hate to tell you that but uh, she found out real quick that you know when she had people i guess the the final straw was that she that she'd already dropped uber but she um still driving for lyft when she had a group of people in the car one of them had something in a sack and it was a dead animal yeah you go <laughs> that's so that that's your uber people right there mm-hmm. and a combined and a combined 70 plus years you and i have you ever seen anybody bring a, a dead animal in a sack? Never. I've smelled. I've had a couple people that smelled like dead animals over the years, but granted, uh, granted, never had anybody bring a dead animal in the cab. You are absolutely right. That is the kind of A plus customers you get from Uber and Lyft. <laughs> Just makes you wonder. No, oh. no, not at all. <laughs> I don't want her one bit. I understand exactly what's going on. Well, 
okay, these people that that sign up to drive for Uber and Lyft, I mean, they're not they're not blind. They they don't read these stories that have that come out. Um, you know how how when it first started out, the media was, oh, Uber's. You know that's the next best thing since sliced bread. You know, and now, boy, they ain't quite so nice to Uber and Lyft anymore. I have a question though. I, I have a serious okay. question. What was the greatest thing before sliced bread? I don't know bread before it was sliced. Well, we all know everything is the greatest thing since the invention of sliced bread. But what happened? Because they didn't always slice bread. No. You know, we used to break bread at the table. So what was the thing? Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Oh, do we have any more joyous uh, stuff here to go about Uber and Lyft? Let's see. Oh, hey. Lyft is asking Americans to ditch their cars for ride hailing vouchers so in other words what they're saying is is turn your car into whatever dealership you want to turn it into turn it into the junk card turn it into wherever you want to go and they will give you vouchers yay for your car yay yeah exactly and some of those junk cars by the way i don't know what it's like out there in new york with the with the uber and lyft cars no it's horrible but I remember, and I'm talking about the shape that they're in. Uh, exactly what you would think from somebody who doesn't make enough money to pay his bills, let alone uh, repair the car. Okay. I mean, you see a lot of uh, of these vehicles with bumpers hanging off and dents and uh, et cetera, et cetera. But boy, oh boy, oh boy. Now I've only seen a couple of them like that here in the Twin Cities, but I remember when Granny and Annie, Granny and Annie, Granny Annie and I. How, how are Granny and Annie? Well, they're they're doing doubly as well. Great. <laughs> so, when we went to Chicago, we happened to notice that it was uh, a lot of these uh, uh, Uber and Lyft vehicles were beat up like you wouldn't believe, and. Uh, they looked actually looked like some some old cabs that you'd find out in the suburbs where there were no regulations or, or the old gypsy cabs, if you will, right. too. But they were beat, beat to crap here. Yes, yes. There's a lot of that, a lot of that going on, and uh, uh, I was just scrolling through Twitter to look for something, and I found a picture. Dennis the Zombie uh, retweeted a picture that says, caption this, and it's a image of a woman naked with an ice cream cone walking out of a McDonald's. I, 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 I'm just as shocked as saying it as I was looking at it. Uh, I, 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 well, you know, when you're, sc- when you're scrolling tweet deck there and... Uh, and you, something like that pops up, you just have to take note. Uh, well, it's yeah, we, we took something. I'll tell you what. It's, uh, I'm looking for well, something. I'm looking for something I retweeted, and uh, I can't find it. I you cannot find, find it. Your, you couldn't find your tweets if they bitch you in the ass. That is uh, something. That is not entirely untrue. 
Not entirely untrue. But uh Oh Well tell you what, if you if you find it, let me know. But we got some good old stuff on the Cheeto in charge here. Yeah, we do. Uh, oh. So Apparently now, of course, we talked all about the uh, last week when uh, he was booed out of, well, I should say booed out of, but he got his chorus of boos at uh, the World Series game at Nationals Park. We also heard the chorus of boos he got when he was uh, attending a UFC event. But apparently, he got a little bit of a reprieve here in Alabama when he went to go see the uh, Crimson Tide playing the... uh, LSU Tigers, if you will. And you had something on that there, if I'm not mistaken. I thought I did. Actually, I have a couple other things on, on our uh, prestigious El Presidente. But from everything I've seen and read about this little thing yesterday, first off, CBS didn't show it live. Uh, probably not wanting to take the chance that he was going to be booed. Now, from what I've heard the, what I'm watching it, you can still hear the boos underneath the cheers. Now we can sit here and ramble on about Alabama, you know, uh, being 49th or 50th in education, and it, it, this is this is their, you know, uh, there's a lot of racists down there, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I don't know. He got some cheers. Good for him. There's people we all we know. There's people that follow him, so it's bound to happen. And, of course, had had the whole stadium of 100,000 people turn around and boot him, he would have just denied it that it ever happened. So, oh, of course. So it really doesn't matter one way or the other. And uh, it doesn't change anything. It changes absolutely nothing. Uh, I guess and, booing is the new cheering, I guess, you know. Yeah, well, there's... Look, if they like them, they like them. I'm not about to sit here and, and put somebody down for for liking this person. Well, I question their education level, but <laughs> well, again, there's there's people out there that, and I, look, I'm confident there'll be a lot of people that down the line here a year from today will have change their idea about voting for them only because of what they've seen in the past four years i mean let's face it this is every day now every day uh and we're not, we haven't even gotten into the public impeachment stuff which starts off mm-hmm. next week and of course because he's such a fine upstanding human being uh uh he just sits there and calls people names and uh instead of letting the system play out if he's not guilty of anything just th- sit there shut up and let it happen you don't yeah, need to maybe uh, do your job well maybe we do some of the things you promised the uh the country you're gonna do didn't he promise us uh uh better roads and uh more infrastructure and better infrastructure oh it's gonna be what's the word he likes to use um it's gonna be beautiful or whatever uh you know what about health care he was going to improve on obamacare now all he try all he's done so far is uh dismantle it how try about, to dismantle it how about the wall how about finishing the wall which by the way i watched a piece the other night 
Uh, now, Trump was going on about how, at one point, about this wall, that uh, this sectional wall they have up. They've got, they had the, the best mountain climbers in the world. Couldn't, couldn't climb it. Couldn't get over it. Uh, and so they, they, there's a guy, who, an experienced climber, who had a replica of a section of the wall built. Everybody that's attempted it has climbed over it. The first one to do it was an eight-year-old girl. <laughs> well, I saw a picture, and obvi- obviously this is some photoshopping going on here, but uh, I thought it was kind of funny. What if the Mexicans just decided to build a set of stairs? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's the most easily defeatable thing on the planet. Uh, again, you build a 40-foot wall, I'll sell 41-foot ladders. Exactly. Uh, that, that That's all there is there. There's no, you know, a wall like that only keeps out people. Oh, we got a call here. Let's take a call. Let's take a call. What do you say? Oh, come back here now. Where were you? Get over there, mouse. Stand by. He's getting to it. I'm getting to it. Oops, then he hung up. Hey, if you're li- if you're listening there, my friend uh, 316 Taxi, uh, let us get through it just a little bit more there and uh, give us a buzz back here real quick. We got a couple other things we do want to cover. Oh, sorry well, about that. All right. Well, let's talk about uh, the book that, uh, that Skippy put out, uh, Donald Trump Jr., First off, the best tweet I saw, and I don't have it, I don't, I can't uh, credit it. Uh, Donald Trump, El Presidente, was going on and on, you know, talking about the book. Oh, it's the best book he ever read. Somebody made this comment: uh, a book he didn't write, read by his son who didn't write it. Yeah. <laughs> and now he, here's the one that should have everybody up in up in arms. Quote, Donald Trump writes that when he saw rows of graves at Arlington Cemetery, he thought of himself and the business deals he had sacrificed. About all the sacrifices we'd have to make to help my father succeed. So you're, you're saying business deals equate to sacrificing one's life uh, for their country. That he equates as a... You know, yeah, exactly. that, that's a guy I want to punch in the throat. I want oh, to punch him. Hey, going, want- back, going back to the booing here real quick, I do have my own little uh, tweet of the week here, if you will. All righty. So this is for Nira Tandine, and that looks like it is at Nira Tandine. The Nationals fans boo Trump and win the World Series. Alabama fans cheer Trump and lose their first home game in 31 games. There you go. She there says, you go. it's fine. It, it, well, <laughs> what are you, what are you going to do? I mean, just what are you going to do there? It's, uh, I got one more thing I want to, uh, old Donnie boy, uh, has agreed to a $2 million settlement that includes an admission from the U.S. president that he personally misused foundation funds and called for mandatory training requirements for the now-defunct foundation's directors, Donald Trump Jr., Ivanka Trump, 
and Eric Trump. So our president, our elected president, has admitted that he stole money from a charity. Yeah, I'm yeah. button I'm button busting proud. I'm uh say what's that phone number again, John? Oh that number is seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight if you would like to join in here on us uh here on us here with us wherever you want to join us i really don't care that would be your cue there if you want to call back uh, uh mr 316 taxi if you like and as always as always if you're calling from a payphone you may call collect exactly uh hey meanwhile you know there's a book coming out here uh from anonymous anonymous yes yes and apparently this guy was an ins uh, white house insider i don't know if he's still an insider or not i kind of doubt it but apparently he claims that uh in the book he claims that vice president mike pence would support invoking the 25th amendment to have president donald trump removed from office according to this book not i don't know i don't think it's out yet it's it's still forthcoming as of uh november 7th so we haven't seen this book yet but apparently uh the book's title is a warning it is written by an unnamed senior white house official claims high level aides are certain the vice president would back the plan to constitutionally remove trump due to his mental incapacity so and that doesn't surprise me because let's face it while we focus on we focus on trump you know pence is a snake too i mean he'd uh he'd sell his own uh, mother off if he thought he could uh, uh make a little gain here himself so i i'm tapping out on that one already oh. okay well i i was just looking at another another tweet and again we'll, we'll just keep piling on here uh i love being a teamster at jim kilbane had tweeted this uh like his father don jr is peddling a book he didn't write to people who don't read <laughs> oh that's beautiful in itself let's see what we got here i'm oh. just here what'd you say no go ahead oh so you remember the cyclist who flipped off Trump's mo- uh, motorcade last year? <laughs> sure do. Ah, well, her name is Julie Briskman, I guess. She has been elected to the London County Board of Supervisors, London County in Virginia. This was. <laughs> How about How, that? That's funny. Yeah, she. Uh, she flipped off the president's motorcade back actually in 2017 excuse me but she she ran for office and here you go she is now your uh one of your county supervisors there in london county virginia yeah that's where that's where the finger incident happened that's where she lives yeah so but yeah she uh yeah, that's uh, she lived in London County, and apparently that's where she was. Uh, uh, she uh, was elected there. Right, 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 right. Which doesn't, which doesn't surprise me. I mean, uh, 
also you have to remember that Virginia uh, turned uh, basically turned blue here. They, a lot of Democrats uh, won their seats. Uh, I don't know if they turned completely blue, but they, they definitely did. have. Virginia is now completely blue. The governor and both both parts of the legislative. It's oh. all it's all blue now. Well, Which, uh, and, and and get this, of course, the incumbent Republican isn't uh, uh, isn't conceding as of yet. But apparently, Kentucky now has a Democratic uh, governor, according to all the polls and everything else. That's that's the little Trump wannabe. That's who that is. Oh, who the uh, who the original um, the Republican governor, the current governor of Kentucky. Yeah. He's he's yeah. just He's just oh. sitting there He's just sitting there saying, well, you know, he he's just he's just parroting everything that Trump says. And uh he is not yeah. well liked at all. Not well liked at all in Kentucky. Uh he's not from there. He's he just uh Oh, well, but he got a rousing uh, he got a rousing uh, rally there with uh, our old uh, our old buddy Donnie there coming and lending his coattails, and you see where that got him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, here's yeah. Good. Here's uh senator bernie sanders is the most honest person in the united states according to this unlikely source uh senator lindsey graham (laughs) yeah because he openly admits he wants government to control the health care system is this a bromance is this bromance over already uh cnn anchor dana bash asked graham after the senator sparred over payments to insurance companies at a debate monday night no graham said bernie is the most honest person in the senate because he believes in government running health care from cradle to grave well you know what the night makes two of us because quite frankly i it only makes sense to me now maybe i'm uh, I'm still not 100% sure that I'm going to vote for Bernie in the primaries yet. Uh, I'm still holding out hope for Amy, but I got, hey, she's she's actually gaining a little bit of momentum now. Her polling is at about 5%. I still don't think she's going to, she's going to win the nomination, not by now. It's either going to, it's either going to be uh, Warren or uh, Sanders. I don't even think Uncle Joe's really got that much of a shot anymore, to tell you the truth. Well, Uncle Joe's got a better shot than Amy. Well, yeah, this is this is true. But, yeah, I hate to say it. Call me a socialist, whatever you want to do. You're a socialist. I believe, well, thank you. Uh, I believe in the whole idea of the government uh, controlling health care for one, for one reason. Okay, if you've got whatever the population is of this country all play, paying into one source for health care, don't, don't you think we'd be able to have better result? We could actually pay the doctors what they're worth, pay the nurses, pay, you know, pay the people that are actually doing 
the work enough money keep people alive uh, keep people alive that's also kind of important kind of so yeah you know uh, john so, i need i need to after an exhaustive search i finally found the little audio clip i've been looking for and, and we're going to backtrack to to our little uber segment here because i found this and it is just uh one of a one of the things that always got me so stand by kids and kittens Well, it's just like uh, a taxi driver. We take unexpected U-turns at any given time. It's playing. For uh, Javier? Yeah. What's the age to pick it up? Like, hey? He has to be 18 or older, and I have to be able to see an ID. That doesn't matter. Just because other drivers are willing to break the policy doesn't mean I am. Because if we get in an accident, he's not covered, uh, or anybody in the car is not covered. Um, so he would get injured. He would not have um, any insurance payments to cover. The, yeah. So how do you go to Uber to, to refund the money? Because like we don't know. Uber that. won't refund the money because it's it, it's in the it's terms. Seven dollars. Just like it's it's, it's in it the terms. It's canceled. It's only five dollars. It's not seven dollars. I don't control the cancel fee. So because you, you have to be like you had. Yeah. I'll cancel it as soon as the timer runs out, which is in five seconds, but it's still going to charge. Yeah, it shows in the app that you have to be 18. I, I texted him with it, with the policy. Like, it, right right here, it says, request from underage riders. Uh, a rider must be at least 18 years of age to have an Uber account and to request rides. Anyone under 18 must be accompanied by someone 18 years of age or older on any ride. If I believe yeah. that he is not 18 or older, yeah, yeah. I can ask for ID to verify. He's almost 18. But that 17 is not 18. Well, how, how the other rumors, like, they, they, they pick up all the time. But they're not supposed to. Yeah. If they get caught doing you're that, wrong. if they... You're wrong, dude, because, like, you're, I, no, you're, I'm not wrong. I, I am quoting you their policy. I am quoting you the policy, word for word. Yeah, what, I'm, 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 it's I'm, on dash. That's fine. It's on dash. It's okay. I have it on dash cam. I have it on dash cam right here. You telling me that he's 17. I have. You're you're his dad, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and you don't care about his safety. No, no, I'm, I'm care, but like, you, you, it ends with him saying that the guy saying he doesn't care about his son's safety. Uh, again, that's from uh, at JP underscore socks, who's an Uber driver, and this tweet says one of my fun excursions today: educating parents, one cancel fee at a time. <laughs> And, yeah, and, yeah. and when, I, when I saw that video earlier in the week, it just reminded me of, I, I mean, from my brief time on the dark side, just how much people were willing to argue about this stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, minors are not permitted to have an account, period. They're not permitted to ride by themselves, period. And I'm not accepting the liability for it, period. Everybody else does. Fine. Find somebody else that'll do it. You're an asshole. Yeah, okay. Thanks for figuring that out. You uh, you figure it out quicker than most. But uh, it's not going to change anything. And then the next thing you know, they're calling Uber or Lyft and telling them that uh, you were drunk and refused their service animal. And that's how that plays out. And I had a, a young... A, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, and of course, Uber believes them at that point in time. Yeah, well... Be that as it may, I just felt the need to to yeah. share that to share that. So anyway, back to uh, Trumpy Land. 
Oh, we're going to take another U-turn. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Emergency bad turn. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, what else do I have on the Trumpster here? Oh, da 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 Oh. Hey, listen. Um, I think we got just about everything that I, I could find here out of. Uh, did you now? Yeah, I, I really did. I wanted to go on to just a couple of other little tidbits here, uh, if I could. I wanted to cover this real quick because I find this a little important, and I, I apologize if I wind up making you go into nappy land here for this. But I was I was born in Kansas City, uh, and apparently uh, the uh, city council there in Kansas City back about a half a year ago or whatever renamed one of its uh, more historic uh, streets. It's called the Paseo. Uh, just a little backstory uh kansas city the, the the street was named the paseo back in the late 1800s it, it dates to the uh the spanish influence into that particular city if you've never been there they have a lot of uh, spanish architecture uh they have fountains all over the place it could very easily be called the city of fountains uh, and a lot of them have this uh, you can kind of feel that spanish uh what's the word i'm looking for here just it's just the feel you know especially if you go into the uh uh into the area which is known as the country club plaza which uh is one of the most uh, spectacular places i've ever seen ever been to uh and i absolutely love it but so they they renamed this historic uh, street back about like i say about six months ago or so they renamed the paseo to martin luther king drive and the reason they did that, I guess, was because it runs predominantly through what is now an African-American uh, neighborhood. So the uh, what happened was, is they actually put, there was an uproar. Apparently, uh, they circled a petition and they wanted to put it on the ballot. Well, they did. They put it on the ballot here. 75% of the voters voted to remove the martin luther king uh, drive and turn it back to the paseo and now of, of course that's going to trigger screams of racism and whatnot and i've been i've been kind of watching this story a little bit closer i don't necessarily believe it screams racism i have a couple of points with that the one thing the historic value I mean, like I said, this street was named. Uh, this street was named back in the late uh, 1800s. There is a lot of history with that uh, with that particular street. And I myself would be, if I lived in Kansas City, I'd be disappointed that they changed the name. I wasn't aware that they they had. So they put it to a ballot, and the public spoke. And that brings back that brings another point I'll bring up here, but my question is: is why does a street name honoring uh, Dr. King necessarily have to go through a predominantly African American uh, neighborhood? Uh, that that kind of puzzles me a little bit. There's another street that runs pretty much from downtown Kansas City to the south. Uh, which it is the downtown area in Kansas City is kind of the the northern area of Kansas City, kind of down from the river. Uh, 
So this the, what's called Main Street, long stretch of road. Why the hell wouldn't she? That would be the place I would name uh, Dr. King Drive Boulevard, whatever. I I think that that's a uh, that's a great place for it. It shows the actual importance of uh, Dr. King and his accomplishments in his lifetime. Uh, and the other thing is, though, I have to say, have you ever known a situation where a street name was actually brought to a ballot measure? Usually that is the job of the city council. All right, I'll I'll tap out here and let you uh, have your oh. thoughts. Oh no! Continue on. Continue on. No, no. That that was that was kind of my my whole feeling on that, if you will. All right. So so I so basically, what you're saying is that uh, celebrating the life and work of Dr. King should not necessarily fall to the African American population. Is that? I, I don't. Yeah, I I think that. Uh, I I think that it's just uh, I know here in St. Paul now we don't have we have a a Dr. King Street and unfortunately it's not very long it just runs by but it runs by the state capitol actually which I think is not a bad place for it I wish it was a little longer street but yeah and no I I don't think that it just because the street went through a predominantly uh, African American neighborhood I I don't think that uh, that that necessarily should mean that's where the street should go. All right. Well, let's let's look at it this way. Okay. Dr. King was predominantly known. I'm not saying he didn't do other things, but predominantly it was about his civil rights work. Mm-hmm. And in the '60s, were the white people worried about civil rights? Not so much. No, no, not absolutely so much. not. So, well, again, I understand your point that what he did can definitely be construed as being for the greater good for all people, regardless of race, creed, etc., etc. But who is it that he was really working for or towards? I don't mean for as in employed by them, but. Uh, he lived the life of a black man in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. He mm-hmm. died. He died for being a black man. So Very true. So again, while I appreciate the fact that what he did benefits benefits us all, I think you want to put a an honor like that of having a street named after somebody in an area where people are going to appreciate it uh in as much as you've got streets named for uh italian american heroes in predominantly italian neighborhoods why because those are the people that push hard for it because they want that person recognized in their neighborhood it's granted dr king also has a a full-blown national holiday and uh-huh. and and you know and that's all great and fine and and all that so un- unlike other people that have streets named for them with the mm-hmm. obvious ex- well look even even Washington and Lincoln don't have their own holidays anymore I mean they it's do but President's it's President's Day now you remember yeah. when when we got two days off in February 
You got Washington's <laughs> birthday and Lincoln's birthday. Uh, yeah. Before before they did the whole Monday holiday thing, which actually was a great idea, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Dr. King's life will continue to be celebrated long, long after street signs have fallen off and all that. Uh, look, any city that wants to name a, 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 a say a ten mile stretch of road after Dr. King, sure, why not? If that's what if that's what your city wants. If that's what mm-hmm. your city council deems that it's that its citizens want, then by all means. But keep in mind, most of this stuff is is begun by uh, by people in a particular neighborhood or in a particular part of a city. We mm-hmm. want to we want to recognize. Uh, there's a, a stretch of street, West Fifty Second Street, Manhattan. Uh, it's named after Joe Horvath. Joe Horvath was. Uh, gentleman i worked for he was director of the local police athletic league he used to babysit me when i was a kid he did a lot a lot for the neighborhood he's long since passed now but uh the neighborhood got together and eventually you know went through the process and got this stretch this street named after him now it runs between 10th and 11th avenue uh Mm -hmm. because that's where it meant something if you if we'd have gone th- if it had gone three more blocks, it, it wasn't the same thing. The local youth center, the police athletic league, that he was most known for, is on that street, and that's why that stretch of street was chosen. Again, could we have gone more? Could they have gone further? Sure. Same thing with Dr. King or anybody that has a street named after them. Yeah, here's the thing: is with Dr. King, I think that. He was more, at least what I've read about and seen in videos and what have you, is that he was about bringing people together as much as he was. Uh, He wanted equality. Absolutely. And I think that having a street like Main Street, and again, Main Street, Kansas City, is literally, it runs right down the heart of the city. And I think that that would, I think that that would show the sign of togetherness that uh, and equality that Dr. King called for. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Other than, I'm sure he visited Kansas City on a number of occasions. What he did. was Do- What was Dr. King's connection to Kansas City? You know, I couldn't tell you that. Okay. And that's why the 10-mile stretch of Main Street is not named after him. They recognize him. They recognize him. You you have a better chance of Joe Montana getting, or Hank Stram, getting a stretch of roadway. By the way, a little side note. Don Shula had a high, highway named after him while he was still active as the coach of the Dolphins. The Don Shula Expressway. <laughs> I swear to God it exists. Oh, I'm but, sure. I'm sure. But, uh... Go ahead. So are you ready for another sharp U-turn here? Oh, man. Hold on. Let me see if I can Are do you this. ready? Almost. You hold better on. signal for it. You better signal for it here. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't do anything yet. <laughs> Hang on. There it is. All right. Here we go. Roger. Bank. Jefferson and 12. Hold tight. Back turn. That turn. <laughs> there it is. Roger. Oops. Jefferson. 
I hit replay instead of pause. You weren't supposed to. Yeah, there you go. Uh, hey, you know, the, do you ever watch Colbert? Uh, no, no, not really. Oh. Well, anyways, of course, we all know that uh, the Trumpster bid adieu to New York City. Now he's official resident of Florida. Yes, we so, know. So here we go. They wanted to give him the proper send-off there at the Colbert Show. It appears President Trump doesn't want to be a New Yorker anymore. Court documents show he and First Lady Melania have changed their permanent address to Trump's Mar-a-Lago Resort in Palm Beach, Florida. Start spreading the news. Trump's leaving today. Apart from it, New York, New York, go tell the fake news. He's longing to stray, just like he's done on every wife who no dose and trace. I want to wake up in a city without a truck. Let him stay in Palm Beach at his tacky gold dump. His W-2s are holding the clues of all the sleazy deals he's cut in old New York. Trump's time now. Here is done, I hope. He takes his sons and Rudy to New York, New York. <laughs> well, that was something. I'm glad you see. I, that's the biggest smile I've seen out of you in about four weeks. Who? Uh, who's the singer? I don't know. It didn't say anywhere in that. Oh, my. That was fantastic. It sounds like a guy that used to do bits on a local radio station down in South Florida, coincidentally, but Boca <laughs> Brian. But I, I hope it's him because that's exactly the kind of thing he did, parodies and all that. Well, that was, John, very good, John. You uh, Would you, you like th- me to add that to the permanent uh, you- uh, cart there on Radio TFI? Oh, you can you can certainly put that in the drive. We will. Uh, oh, all right. We will certainly uh, find a place for that. That's that's uh, suitable and man, that that was that was good. That was very good. I'm uh, I'm I'm stumped. I'm. Stumped. <sighs> you left him speechless. I don't know what to do at this point. I'm. Well, let's just do this here. But well, while well, we got about uh, oh, about five minutes left in the first hour of the taxi stand hour on Radio TFI, is that what this hour. is? Yes, it is. Oh, so uh, I, I thought it was the Doctor Ruth show. Well, that could very well. Although I don't think either one of you or I want to venture into that. Hello, Doctor Ruth. <laughs> Uh, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-CHAT, or 754-800-2428 is the number you can call. And I think they're beating down the doors here in in the studio here. I'm hearing 
That's all, all president. That, that's president. the vice president in charge of programming. Of, yes. Baby Oliver, and he's just having a ball back here somewhere. So, and and he well, has the, he has the run of the fifty second and a third floor. It's just the corporate suite is all his up there. It's uh, or I should say down there from my perspective, up there from John's pers- perspective. But what can I say? We can only have so many penthouses. Well, this is true. This I think I'd we- get I'd get a nosebleed if I go up to the executive uh, palace or the executive suites there at uh, radio tfi your lungs your lungs couldn't handle it i bet i bet up here up here on the 83rd and 8th floor yeah there you go here i got a question for you sure the man the the man who uh said he was going to run for president changed his mind now he's changed his mind again Bloomberg. Oh, Bloomberg. Oh, please. Bloomberg's going to skip the first batch of primaries thinking he can catch up on Super Tuesday. It hasn't worked for anybody before. It's not going to work for him. Mike, go back into doing whatever it was you were doing. You got a lot of money. Go do some good with it. Don't Please don't get involved in this mess because, uh, look, he can... He's He'll beat some of the, uh, the, the lower-ranked candidates... But he's not going to pass uh, Bernie and and Joe and uh, and Elizabeth. and Elizabeth. Yeah, that's that's yes. not going to happen. He's uh, well. Let's let's face it. He's a New York Jew who uh, locally is, you know, he's known locally. Uh-huh. I mean, he's known nationally. The Bloomberg Network is all about him. That's that's. Uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe he can pull it out. Who knows? But I'm not. I think I, I kind of wish he'd just pull it out already. To, to, to be uh, brutally honest with you, pull it out and leave I, it out. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, we don't need disrupt you know disruptions right now. I mean, this uh, even though all the polls are saying that anybody, everybody down to uh, Amy Klobuchar could beat Trump at least uh, in the polling. Uh, I just I, I'm worried about that still because we all thought that Hillary was going to win, you yeah. know, back four years ago or so. Well, I'm not going to get into and, all that right now. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Mike, it, it's it's a fun thought, but nah, no, thank you. Yeah, stay out of it, man. It's got yeah. it's got. Uh, this is not. You're not a fresh face. You're just another old rich guy. And a lot of people are tired of old rich guys. Let's face yeah, it. Yeah, this is true. Let's face it. Old rich white guys. Well. Uh, yeah. And we already tried the whole thing with the billionaire uh, being our president. I don't know that. Uh, really? Who? Yeah. Who, well, yeah. Because I don't think he's a billionaire. Well, okay. But he claims he's a billionaire. Oh, I, I claim I'm the handsomest man in the world. How's that working out? No, because I am. So there. All right, let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap up this first hour of the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI. We'll be back to shout at you, uno momento.
You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Michael Eisner, sir. It's not Donny Osmond, it's Michael Eisner, the past president. <laughs> oh, boy, Eisner. Good morning, sir. How I'm are you? I'm almost done with you, pal. Sir? I was looking at the ratings for this nightmare you had us going through. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. What a smashing success, sir. What? It that was, thing was in the toilet. It was unbelievable. If you break down the demographics... Oh, you know what, Eisner, say that I'm just happy it's over. Sir, I believe the second go-around will be much better. The second go-around? You must be on crack. We're not doing that thing again. Why do you want to bring that back? Because the first time around, you barely missed toppling the entire network? Well, well, well sir, it's already done. What do you mean it's already done? Nobody ever told me it was already done. Hang on. Remus! I'm on the phone with... Remus! Yeah, boss. What the hell are you doing? Running some conduit, boss. Do it quietly, Remus. That's not quiet enough, Remus. That bluebird stinks like an armpit. Sir, our May sweeps will be amazing. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here, too. Instead of 15 nights... Forty straight nights. Forty nights of I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. You're killing me. And the celebrities ten times better. Oh my God. We got. Hold on. Remus. Remus. Yeah, boy. Take the harmonica. Yeah. Slide it up your back end. Walk it out. All right, boy. All right. We've got Bernie Capel. Who? Bernie Capel, the doctor from the Love Boat. Oh, for heaven's sakes, he hasn't worked since he did the Stop Snoring Spray commercial. We've got a real hottie, Adrian Barbeau. Oh, my God, she's terrible. And someone I know you'll love, Billy Bush. Oh, wait a minute, is that the president's annoying nephew? That's the one. Oh, for heaven's sake, you, you can't put him on there. And the... Hold on. Oh, yeah. Remus! Remus! I can't hear you, boss, I'm still... I'm on the phone. Can't hear you, boss. Stop drilling. What are you making? Making a new credenza, boss. What's wrong with my old credenza? Your shellac am shot. My shellac am shot. That's right, shellac am shot. Oh. Make a new one. Oh. What? Oh, I don't care who you have on this nightmare. Well, we definitely have some major A-listers, sir. Uh, We've got Scott Bakula uh -huh. and Leonard Nimoy. Even Remus doesn't remember Leonard Nimoy. Sure I do, boss. Remus, I wasn't addressing you. Sorry, boss, but he was from Father Knows then. Oh, <laughs> my God. I'm surrounded by idiots. Hey, Remus, 
I thought I told you to put that harmonica up your butt. Sorry, I farted, boss. Oh, don't fart in the office, Remus. <laughs> oh, the Uber's coming at me. Get All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, we kind of boofed that up a little bit here. We? 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 We did nothing. Ah. Uh, you remember? Play that. Play that after. I, I'll, I got the mouse. I got the mouse queued up if you don't, if you can't do it. But that's right. Remember that? You I remember do. That? I do. Uh-huh. Well, you're still going to get it here before long, but not until. Uh, after we uh, do the rest of our uh, presentation here like we normally do. Tell the people who we are. Who we are. This is the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. I am John Shannon, and uh, behind the sounds over there on the other end, Mr. Ed Van Ness. <laughs> hell, hell, hello. You know who we are? That's, that's who we be. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well then, what do you say, what do you say we just go ahead and get we into will. get into what we get into here? We will, but first I have to make a confession. Uh-oh. I'm here to I'm here to listen. No, no, not like that. Oh. So a couple of weeks ago, I'm at the uh shop up where we're working. And in the kitchen there's a bunch of pastries and stuff laid out. And, and I was, and I looked at this one thing, and I've seen this a million times in my life. Had never tried it, so I tried it. Intamin's cheese Danish. I'd never had a cheese Danish in my life. Intimate cheese en- Danish. Intamin's. Intamin's. It's a brand. Oh, okay. Okay. Popular on the East Coast. Anyway, so I had a cheese Danish for the first time. Well, now. I can't shake it. I can't shake the habit now. As as <laughs> always, heroin, folks. <laughs> it, the first one was free, and I just can't. I, I'm having a piece right as we speak. So that explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, there yeah, it does. Explains the extra ten pounds I'm carrying. Mm. So, so what do you want to do? Now, let's go ahead and get into the into these sections here, and I'll play this. We'll play this song that I just can't wait to get when we get done with. You want to play that uh, now? Let's play that now. Okay. Yeah. Let's go ahead and do this. Let's this play is that now. This is back uh, from way back in the seventies. It kind of is, is uh, relevant, I guess. But here's Ray Stevens, and it's going to lead into a uh, into a little story that I, that made me think of this. So here it is. <laughs> Well, when I was a kid, I'd take a trip every summer down to Mississippi, visit my granny and her antebellum work. I'd run barefooted all day long, climbing trees, free as a song. One day, I happened to catch myself a squirrel. Well, I stuffed him down in an old shoebox and punched a couple holes in the top. When Sunday came, I snuck him in the church. I sat way back in the very last pew, showing him to my good buddy Hugh. When that squirrel got loose, went totally berserk. What happened next is hard to tell. Some thought it was heaven, some thought it was hell. But the fact that something was among us was plain to see. 
As the choir sang, I surrender all. The squirrel ran up hard, knew those coveralls. And hard leaped to his feet, said, Something's got a hold on me. Yeah! The day the squirrel went berserk. In the first self-righteous church In that stupid little town of Pascagoula It was a fight for survival That broke out in revival They were jumping the pews and shouting Hallelujah! Well, Harv hit the aisle dancing and screaming Some thought he had religion, others thought he had a demon And Harv thought he had a weed eater loose And through the moon he fell to his knees to plead and beg, and that squirrel ran out of his bridge's leg, unobserved, to the other side of the room. All the way down to the amen pew, where sat Sister Bertha better than you, who'd been watching all the commotion with sadistic glee. <laughs> Should've seen that look in her eyes when that squirrel jumped her garters and crossed her thighs, and she jumped to her feet and said, Lord, have mercy on me! As that squirrel made laps inside her dress, she began to cry and then to confess the sins and make a sailor blush with shame. She told of gossip and church dissension, but the thing that got the most attention was when she talked about her love life. And then she started naming names the day the squirrel went berserk in the first self-righteous church in that sleepy little town of Pascagoula. It was a fight for survival that broke out in revival. They were jumping pews and shouting, Hallelujah! Well, seven deacons and the pastor got saved and 25,000 thousand dollars was raised and 50 volunteered for missions in the Congo on the spot. <laughs> and even without an invitation, there were at least 500 rededications. We all got rebaptized whether we needed it or not. Now you've heard the Bible story, I guess, how he parted the waters for Moses to pass all oh, the miracles God has wrought in this old world. The one I'll remember till my dying day is how he put that church back on the narrow way with a half-crazed Mississippi squirrel. The day the squirrel went berserk in the first self-righteous church in that stupid little town of Pascagoula. It was a fight for survival that broke out in revival. They were jumping the pews and shouting hallelujah. The day the squirrel went berserk and they were all all screaming hallelujah praise him <laughs> well what brought my attention to that was uh, a story i stumbled across here apparently uh, this was from a couple weeks ago but a squirrel ran through an alabama church now alabama mississippi they're pretty much the same to me <laughs> but cards and letters Cards and send your cards and oh wait a minute you're from Alabama and Mississippi you can't write exactly <laughs> send those cards and letters go ahead here it is to uh, Queens New York Mr Ed Van Ness and that's the one <laughs> there you go apparently a squirrel ran through a church in Alabama uh, during a morning service that was being filmed to post online. And the pastor said this incident evoked a classic country song. Uh, the Vestavia Hills United Methodist Church posted a video to its Facebook page showing senior pastor Bill Brunson addressing the congregation Sunday morning as the parishioners could be heard screaming in the background as the squirrel ran wild through the building. Say hallelujah. Say amen. <laughs> oh. 
that, like I said, I read that and that, that, I had to go dig in the files of the uh, Radio TFI massive musical vault and that, I found that, it had to blow a little dust off of it. That must have been in the northern section of the vault. Yes, I think so. Yeah, because I promise you it wasn't in the main section of the vault. I promise you that. <laughs> oh, that's, oh man. But anyways, what do you say we go ahead and get into the meat and potatoes of what we do here on the second hour of the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI? I'm ready whenever you are there, buddy boy. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting installment of Professor Shannon's Wayback Machine, a look ahead to what's happened in the past. Here's your host, Professor John Shannon. All right, well, here we go. So here's our look out we're looking for next week and i forgot the tagline here ed help me out a look ahead to the past i did, i'm gonna have to write that down i i apologize yeah. but yeah it's on the look it's on, it's on the beautiful logo i made for you i know i know but you know I, I can only got so many screens here i can look at so and it was beautiful by the way you're absolutely right so these are some of the things we're commemorating here from the uh from the week to follow, if you will. So, 27 years ago today, we lost Chuck Connors, the rifleman. You remember anything else he did? Uh, he played for the L.A. Dodgers. Did he really? He really did. I didn't he know He was a Major wow. League Baseball player. He was also, well, I, I believe he was also one of the Marble men, one of the originals. Really? I, I think be too. I think so. That I'm not so sure about, but certainly he played for the Dodgers. Well, that was 27 years ago when he passed on. Uh, tw- 31 years ago, the Israeli poli- uh, in the Israeli-Palestinian uh, conflict, an independent state of Palestine was proclaimed by the Palestinian National Council. I know nothing about that, so we'll move on. Uh, while we're in the frame of mind here of Mississippi and Alabama and whatnot, let's go to 36 years ago when actor Junior Samples. Yeah, you remember, remember him, don't you? Hee-haw. 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 Yep. He, uh, he left this world 36 years ago, also 36 years ago. Uh, now, by the Gates. way, John, uh, is this all on this date? What date are we talking about? No, we're just we're jumping through the week. Just through the week, through. okay. Just through, the week. yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Format change, and I wasn't alerted. That's all. Oh, I'm sorry. You didn't get that memo. I did not. Oh, I'm sorry. Did not check your memos next time. I will. <laughs> Thirty-six years ago, this coming week, uh, Bill Gates introduces Windows 1.0. Hmm, it was a pain. <laughs> See what I did there? It was a joke. It's a pun. It's a play on words. Did you see what I did there? That was actually pretty good. Thank you. I'll be actually really good. I'll be here for 45 minutes. (laughs) 37 years ago, this coming week, Leonid Brezhnev, the Ukrainian Russian general and politician, the fourth head of state of the Soviet Union, left us. 
Do you feel bad about that? Uh, Brezhnev going? Uh, Brezhnev was the one. Brezhnev? Brezhnev was the one with the tattoo of Russia on his head, wasn't he? Uh, no, huh? No, that was Gorbachev. Brezhnev that was, Gorb- was the old guy yeah. with the shoe. Wasn't he with the shoe? No, that was uh, Khrushchev. I know who Gorbachev is. Yeah. Anyway, moving the on. The shoe was the one with I, the shoe was. Uh, oh, what the hell was this? I just said it. Nah, Gorbachev. Gorbachev. No, Gorbachev didn't have the shoe. Who had the shoe? <sighs> who the hell was that? Uh, Len- Lenin. No. Well, uh, you don't know your Soviets very well, do you? Tychowski. Khrushchev. Khrushchev. That's what I said. No, you didn't. You said Brezhnev. And I then you not. said Gorbachev. I did not. We have spent way too much time. Yep. 45 years ago this week, Leonardo DiCaprio was born. I thought that was Brezhnev. Yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> 46 years ago this week, Richard Nixon signs the Trans-Alaska Pipeline Authorization Act, authorizing the construction of the Alaska Pipeline. But but now, but now it can't go into a ladies' room because it's trans. <laughs> hey, hey, they ain't all gems, but you got to get up to the plate. Every now and again, you hit a foul ball. Yeah, that kind of dropped like Uber stock. I'm telling you, the level yeah. of community- oh, look at you, look at you, you did a joke that was funny. Look at you. <laughs> I'm so oh. proud of you. A timely, relevant, funny joke. You're the best. You're my hero. Every now and then, <laughs> you're the glue that holds this production together. Yeah, well, I think it's more like fl- a mix of flour and water, but yeah, that's and don't close. The- and don't let it happen again. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Thirty or fifty-one years ago, Sammy Sosa, uh, one of the roid kings of the ba- of uh, baseball here, uh, was born upon us. Baseball been very, very good to me. Yes, it had been. Now he has testicles the size of a, a marble sack. But you know, here yeah. you go. But it's easier to buy underwear now. Yeah, this is true. Uh, 52 years ago, uh, Jimmy Kimmel came into this world. 55 years ago, Dwight Gooden came into this world. 55 years? Dwight Gooden is 55? Wow. Yes, he is. Or will be. Will be, yeah. Yes. uh, Officially on uh, 16 November of 1964. Wow. Go ahead. 56 years ago... Vinny Testaverde joined us here on this planet. Wait, Testaverde is 56 years old? Yeah. Now that... No, I can't, actually. I really can't. I thought he was much younger than me. Uh, 57 years ago, Demi Moore was born. Man, no. She's, She's a charter member of the Forever 25 Club. Yeah, I don't know. Have you seen a picture of her lately? I got it right in my head, Pally Boy. Okay, I got all the pic- I got uh, <laughs> I got all the pictures I need right upstairs. Let's see the pictures. The images are probably coming when for that fabulous role she did in striptease. No, GI Jane actually. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> oh, here we go. Fifty nine years ago, in the Wayback Machine, uh, we lost Clark Gable. 
frankly, I don't give a damn. Oh, really? Oh, that's one of his lines. Excuse me. I almost, he almost slipped that by me. Almost. It's gone with the wind, baby. Good job there, sir. Thank you. Uh, 63 years ago, uh, Sinbad was born. Finally, people that are older than me. Now, there you go. And here's another one. Whoopi Goldberg, 64 years ago. She's only four years older than me? Yeah. Well, here's one that will really here's one that will really strike you. Uh, sixty-eight years ago, Beverly D'Angelo was born. Well, that's no Forever Twenty Five Club. Yeah, well, I'm Forever. sorry. <laughs> you can be as sorry as you like. She's in the Forever Twenty Five Club. Oh, seventy-one years ago, Prince Charles of Wales was born. You know, you know what what Princess Diana found out on their wedding night? What did Princess Diana find out on their wedding night? Not every ruler is 12 inches. (laughs) (laughs) I've been holding on to that one and the joke for quite some time. I bet. That's how you do a joke. That's how you do a joke. Okay, 74 years ago, Neil Young was born. Here's one, 75 now, years ago. Now he's an old man. Al- yeah, now he's an old man. He's Neil it's, Old. It's one of his songs, Old Man. Yeah. Old man, take a look at my yeah, yeah. It's It's past. The moment is past. Yeah, I'm sorry. 75 years ago, Al Michaels was born. Al Michaels is 75? Yeah. He wow. doesn't look a day over 50, to tell you the no, truth. No, no. And, and sadly, I look like I'm 75. A lot of makeup goes into that look, let me tell you. Yeah, but I do the best I can anyway. I know. Oh, you were talking about Al Michaels. Oh, never mind. Right. Never mind. 79 years ago, Franklin Delano Roosevelt is the first and only elected, or to me, first and only president to be elected to a third term yes okay here's here's one here's uh, one of your heroes I hear uh, 85 years ago uh, Charles Manson was born <laughs> I, I can't even joke about Manson I, I no. just, just go fortunately he left us in 2017 yeah yeah uh, 87 years ago, uh, Roy Scheider was born. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. I believe he that. Lost, he lost, we lost him in 2008. Did we? Yeah, did we, we did. did. Did we lose him or did he just kind of go away? He just kind of went away, I guess. We, we, we know where he is. We didn't lose him. Mm, I, yeah, cer- I, I certainly didn't lose him. It wasn't my turn to watch him. Let's say a happy birthday for uh, to Ed Asner, who was uh, born 90 years ago this next week. There it is. Uh, here's another one I could probably do without, but I just because of the uh, the nature of what he uh, representative represented, excuse me. Uh, you know who Fred Phelps is? You remember him? Fred Phelps. Uh, I know the name. Uh, but I can't. 
He was the founder, activist, activist and founder of the Westboro Baptist Church. Oh, moving on. Yeah, exactly. Moving, moving yeah. on. Remember, or you wouldn't remember because this is before you and I met, but I never made it happen. But I was going to be one of those people that made a vigil to uh, uh, Wichita, Kansas, where the church was. Oh, no kidding. We're going to go down. Yeah, a bunch of us were going to go down there. And the travel uh, wasn't. Anyways, 90 years ago, uh, uh, Fred Phelps was born. Uh, Fortunately, he left us in 2014. Well, I'll take full credit for that. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. There you go. Absolutely. Uh, hey, here, 92 years ago, next week, the Holland Tunnel opened to traffic <laughs> as the first Hudson, excuse me, the first Hudson River vehicle tunnel linking New Jersey to New York City. That That is correct. I have been through that tunnel. You have? I have it's numerous a, times. It's a big, big hole underwater, right? It's basically, well, the Lincoln Tunnel is three big holes underwater. It's got three tubes. There you go. 94 years ago, Jonathan Winters uh, was born. The funniest. Go ahead. The funniest man ever to set foot on this planet. Ever. I'd have to agree. I would. Unfortunately, Jonathan Winters left us in uh, 2013. Yes. Man, he was uh, ninety-four years ago. Richard Burton was born. Oh, him and Lizzie. Uh, who cares? Yeah, uh, Richard left us in uh, nineteen eighty-four. Yeah, uh, ninety-seven years ago, the British Broadcasting Company begins radio service in the United Kingdom. <laughs> Pretty much. And least but not last. No, excuse me. Last but not least. Uh, we were talking about game show hosts last we week. We were. We were. Yeah. And we were talking about this one specifically. Jack Nars, American game show host and announcer, was born 97 years ago. And who is his brother? Tell me. I don't know. Tom Kennedy. Oh really? Did you mention that last week? I, I most didn't. certainly, I most certainly did. You brought up Tom Kennedy, and I brought oh, up Jack Norris. Now, who was he the first host of? I you, you told was it Beat the Clock? He, he hosted Beat the Clock. Yeah, he beat the, Okay, so that's all I got for this uh, wonderful week. Uh, I will let me uh, let us let me lead us out here in the uh, most popular song. 50 years ago today from uh, the uh, oh the fifth dimension it was Ooh. give it a listen
years ago number one song of this period in time i don't know what i'm going to do here because the the wedding bell blues is actually the top song all the way into the first week in december believe it or not so i'm gonna have to find something else here we'll speak about it later when the time comes all right what what do you say you fire that music up there buddy is it that time it is that time my friend should I get my script? Yeah, you should probably get your script and whatever yeah. else you need to get this done here. I, I have my script. I love the sound of paper rattling, by the way. I just thought I'd let you know that. All righty then. All right, there we go. Are we ready? We're ready. Are you set? I'm set. It's the music we've longed to hear all week long. Yep, there we go. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl. Because we're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Because we're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Well, well, you're you're close. The, the, the Miami Dolphins, Dolphins actually won their That's first right. game. Number one, they won That's number right. one. And by the, the way, season. this year when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl. You know why? We are because they're playing the Super Bowl in Miami this year. That's right. So that song is 100 percent on the money. There you go. How about that? Well, are you gonna you gonna you gonna give us the script here yet? There you come on. It's time for John and Ed versus the spread. Your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication. Each week, John, first and 25, 
Shannon and I will each choose three professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup. Each of us will be able to swap out one game each week for any reason, as long as it is done before the live show ends. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's... John and Ed... Fred. Well, I thought you were pausing for me. I'm sorry. <clears throat> My apologies, sir. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's... John and Ed versus the spread. I hate you. <laughs> you usually do about this time of the day. <laughs> for one reason or another. Yeah, well, last week... Kids and kittens, your old Uncle Ed here. Uh, on my personal picks, I went eight and six. I'm seventy six and sixty seven for the season here at the halfway point. I have a winning percentage of five thirty one. For those of you, uh, if you're scoring at home or even if you're alone, uh, so let's look at uh, let's. Oh, last week. That's right. Last week we matched up. We went one and two. We each went one and two. Now, John has a full three-game lead on me, but this is just me lulling him into a false sense of confidence. Uh, we're we're going we're gonna to blow him out, especially this week. I feel I feel something coming on. Mr. I Shannon. I, well, there's a big part of that, too. Mr. Shannon, who will be your first pick this week? Well, before I make my first pick, I do have to, while we're talking football, I have to say a hearty congratulations to my Minnesota Golden Gophers, who were ranked uh, anywhere between uh, oh 17th on the uh, playoff or playoff picture. They were ranked 14th on the AP poll. They beat number five. Penn State. It was it was it was a close game, but not that close either. But they won. Oh Jesus! It's pandemonium here. The whole city of Minneapolis is right now. It has one big giant hangover. So congratulate! And by the way, as I understand it, uh, the Gophers are ranked number four in the uh, Sports Illustrated poll for whatever that's worth. So hey, <laughs> we're just lapping that up. We are lapping that up, folks. Sam. Well, I. I for one, I, I for one cannot be happier for you, sir. Yo, well, I appreciate that. May we I proceed really, now? Yes, we can proceed. I am going to lead us off here as the Kansas City Chiefs, who uh, broke my heart last week. I mean, I'm happy they won. You know that they are, you know, on their way to the playoffs. But did you have to beat the Minnesota Vikings? Come Apparently. on, man. Apparently they did. Oh, and just by just by One field three goal. points. That's all you yeah. needed, Bubba. That's all you needed. Anyways, uh, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs this week going to Tennessee, where they are a six-point favorite, and they will have Patrick Mahomes back at 100%. So I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs. All right. Giving up six points. Yes, you are. Well, 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 for my first pick, I'm going with a pick'em game. There is no points. There's no traveling. 
Nobody's the, the road team. It's those New York football giants versus the New York, we don't know what the hell they are, Jets. It's, it's that every four-year thing where they play each other and uh, the Giants or the road team. Well, it's not in their own stadium. It used to be when it was Giants Stadium, but, but it's the Giants and the Jets. I'm taking the Giants. I'm getting no points. It's a straight-up pick because I think the Jets suck, and I think their loss to the Dolphins last week was indicative of that. Mr. Shannon. <laughs> I think that was a pretty safe pick there, so. Well, with no Nothing. points in, but no points involved. That's a straight up they got to win. Well, this is this is where uh usually the part where uh, Mr. Ed Van Ness uh, hates me the most. So, we'll go ahead and just lay it out there. The uh, Miami Dolphins are traveling into Indianapolis. I hate where you. the oh, Ah, there you go. You, I, I told you so. Where the Dolphins are, and am I reading this right? They're a 16 point dog, yeah. according to Danny Sheridan. And you're going to take the Colts. Uh, no, actually, I'm going to take those Miami Dolphins getting. <laughs> getting 16 points. I tell you, that's what you get for letting me go first. <laughs> oh, sorry. And you know what? The Dolphins haven't let me, since I started picking the Dolphins on a regular basis, they haven't let me down yet. <laughs> Secret to my success. Anyway, only because I gotta catch up to you. And I can't Baltimore, those former Cleveland Browns, venture back to Ohio to meet them. Cincinnati Bengals, originally coached by Paul Brown. And uh, the Bengals, who have not won yet, I believe, they are sorely overdue. They're getting 10 points at home. I got to go with that. I got to take a a big dog because I can't take my fins. Oh, oh. I, I am sorry. I you are am not. Sorry. You are not. Go ahead. Who's your last pick, you cheating son of a... <laughs> oh, well, of course, last but not least, my Minnesota Vikings are uh, traveling down to Dallas, where the uh, Vikings are a two-and-a-half-point dog. Yeah, they are. And I... And I'm sure that's probably only because uh, Dallas is the home team. So I am going to go ahead and take my Minnesota Vikings getting two and a half points. Well, there's a shocker. You uh, took well, Can- hey. This is getting to be old. You're taking Kansas City, Miami, and Minnesota every gosh darn week. We're close to well, it. And I'm also still three points ahead of you there. So be that as it may. <sighs> Moving on. Atlanta visits division rival New Orleans. You know what they say in Atlanta? Go Hawks. Uh, Go Falcons and take the Hawks and the Braves with you. (laughs) Atlanta Atlanta's a 13-point dog. My God, I need this game. (laughs) So I'm taking taking the Atlanta Falcons, who just got a new stadium too. Man, everybody's getting new stadiums. Uh, so there you have it, kids and kittens. Let's uh, let's recap. Cheating, thieving, underhanded, miscreant, John, Professor John Shannon. And I got to wonder where you got that title. 
What college? Out of the what you, box. What university would give you anyway? The John's, University of Cracker Jacks. It wasn't Penn State. It was State Penn. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Professor Shannon sees he's taking all the road teams this week in his three games. He's uh, Kansas City giving up th- up six at Tennessee. My Miami Dolphins getting 16 points in beautiful Indianapolis. By the way, the only major city in the United States not founded on a river or a body of water. Look no. that one up. Yeah. And finally, those uh, purple people eaters, the Minnesota Vikings, getting two and a half points on the road in Big D, little A, you know the rest. Shifting over to the nicer side of the of our little competition here. I'm taking Atlanta getting 13 points in New Orleans. Shut up. Just shut up. I can mute your mic, but it still goes out over the air. But not for SoundCloud. SoundCloud, I can mute you. (laughs) Atlanta plus 13 over New Orleans. Uh, I'm taking Cincinnati at home getting 10 points over those those Baltimore uh, Nevermore Ravens. And finally, the Battle of the Swamp. The Battle of the Meadowlands. The New York Football Giants against the other team that claims they're from New York but play in Jersey. I'm taking the Giants. There's no points involved. It's a pick 'em game. So I'm taking the Giants. And that, as they say, is that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, John, what is it we tell people every week? Well, you know what? If you're gonna if you're gonna use our picks to make financial gain in the now ever blossoming legal sports uh, betting uh, market including down here or down in Iowa uh, if you're using our picks oh well you just got problems especially if you're going down to Iowa to place a bet you're stupid is what we're trying to yeah. say and you're going Pretty much. Hey, where is it John and you're going to hell Oh, 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 hold on. Hold on. Wait, you just don't give me any chance here now, do you? Here we nope. go. Oh, so, you're going straight to hell for that one. Is that what you were looking for? That's what I was looking for. Okay, kids and kittens, oh. that concludes John and Ed versus the spread. Join us next week when we're going to be all evened up at 17, okay. at 17 and 13 each. Oh, that's what he says, at least. So That's what he says. Well, I, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Me too. He's been saying that. Yeah, you know what? We don't want to. We don't want to rub this in too much here, folks. But you realize he's been trailing me since day one of this season. I hate day you. one. I hate you. Day one. Has day it been one. day one? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm. I'm scru- There's only been one week where I did better than you. Week six. I went. Three and zero, you went two and one, and I've either done worse or we had the same record. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So have I mentioned you know, that I have I mentioned that I hate you? Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> that would really be funny if that was my name. Yeah. Well, you know, we can always start calling you Francis. Don't you dare. That was my father's middle name. Oh, was it really? It really was. Not my middle name, because as my precious sainted mother told me, she did not want me to be Junior. 
Well, there you go. No, no, she was she was quite sincere about that. I do not have a middle name for that for that very reason. I don't. Ah. My, I one of my brothers and I we do not have middle names. Uh, my other two brothers, their middle name is the first name of the other one. It was Michael Joseph and Joseph Michael. And then hmm. both of my sisters had the middle name of Ant. Folks weren't really big on that whole thing. But instead of being Junior, I wound up being Little Eddie, despite the fact that uh, by the time I hit 19, I was a solid six or eight inches taller than the old man. Oh, Little Eddie, I could make that stick. No, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> Oh, seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. If you'd like to uh, get on this here for the last uh, fifteen minutes or so of the taxi stand hour here on Radio TFI. Uh, oh, by the way, speaking of names, here you shared little Eddie with me, so I think I should only share this with you. My middle name, my middle name is Thomas, and my father come, my father. Uh, who came from Scotland, and over the over in the uh, UK there, uh, a John Thomas is playfully known as a P R I C K. Really? Well, that's uh, yeah. Let me, make a, let me make a special note of that. There you go. So you don't say that. I won't say Little Eddie. How's that? I I think we have come to uh, an agreement, <laughs> sir. We have come to terms. And that armistice no. will, will will take effect immediately, if not sooner. Okay. Works for me. Hey, you know, a main school is celebrating the 43rd anniversary of the of a Twinkie that has been on display at, a, at the school since being unwrapped by a science teacher. George Stevens Academy in Blue Hill said the Twinkie originally unwrapped by teacher Roger... Benna, who would have whatever, in 1976 was a lesson on food preservatives is making its 43rd year at the school. So this Twinkie unwrapped probably could throw it, probably be like throwing a brick at somebody by now, but it's still, still in one piece. So it hasn't begun to disintegrate. No, but but do we, do we know if it's edible? Uh, if you wanna, if you wanna be the first one to volunteer, I'll uh, hey, I'll take pictures. Uh, I I was not volunteering anything, young man. I was asking a question. Do we know <laughs> if it is still edible? Well, I mean, if it's still in its same form, I mean, it doesn't say whether. I don't think anybody's willing to try it, so we won't really know if it's edible or not. I mean, you probably have to use a chainsaw to cut the son of a bitch, but uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, you are fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. Did you just find yourself? Yes, I did. Well, well, well. How about that? Uh, hey, if you're looking for something to do uh, around Halloween time, you can always go to uh, Tennessee where Halloween. The, yeah, around Halloween time. I realize we're talking in the past here, okay. but next think of it for, think of it for next Halloween. Make your make your plans here. I'm making another note. Go right ahead. Yeah, there you go. We're at the Gatlinburg Sky Bridge, and I'm still kind of looking to try to find out where this is in 
Tennessee. But anyways, I don't know. Google the Gatlin Sky Bridge, I guess, where you can bring your own pumpkin and throw it off the bridge for a $5 fee. They expect to, they did this here last year. Actually, they did it a little past um, because of the weather. They did it, I think, in uh, first or second of November or something like that. But apparently they had a group of people that tossed their pumpkins 150 feet uh, to the ground. <laughs> I tossed my pumpkins once. <laughs> wasn't a pretty picture have you ever seen these people talking about <laughs> tossing pumpkins have you ever seen this uh people that take their their pumpkin now they they make their pumpkin with basically as it's puking uh pumpkin seeds i i have not seen that nor do i wish to that's it's kind of it's it's, it's kind of funny kind of cool that's uh, that's why I don't get to des- or do the whole jack o' lantern design anymore because I did it once and uh, <laughs> the the family didn't necessarily care for it. So so did you have it coming out the front or the back? Out the front. Why didn't you do the back? Uh, well, I don't know. Just didn't think of it soon enough. I guess didn't think of it. Hmm. Wrecked them. Hell, it damn near killed them. Uh, yeah there we go hey 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 you know that uh, hey in china hey you like that huh hey oh my god uh do you know that in china there are 67 year old women giving birth at least had, one of them. I had nothing to do with that one, for sure. Well, so a 67-year-old woman in China has become the oldest person in the country to give birth after having a baby girl. Uh, the woman, a retired nurse identified by the surname Tian, had her baby uh, via cesarean section in the Zazu Ping Pong whatever Modernity and uh, and Child Health Hospital. I love your uh, reading. You just you just don't care. You just steamroll right through it. Pronunciation be damned. Exactly. Uh, well, here's one I can pronounce. Uh, apparently, this hospital is in Shandong uh, Province on Friday. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> Oh, well, she she actually went through uh, fertility treatments prior to the pregnancy, becoming the oldest woman in the country. Yeah. Well, hey, I guess with the with um, uh, with fertility drugs, anything's possible. What was the what was the what was the name of that city again? Uh, I think the name of the city again was in Shandong or hey, Shandong. What's, <laughs> what's underneath your Shandong? That's me bag boy. <laughs> oh, by, by the by the way, ladies and gentlemen, we are officially nine years old right now. <laughs> we are. You can believe it. You can believe it. Oh, so I, I doesn't say how old the. Uh, the sperm donor. Oh, it is her husband, I guess. So, uh, 
67 years old. Well, at least at least the uh, at least the fertility medication there didn't produce something like the Octomob for this 67. Uh, well, well, I I would say this is probably the best advertisement for this particular treatment. If if you can get a 67 year old woman pregnant and have a successful pregnancy, oh my God! Oh, <laughs> oh by the way. The world record holder for oldest mother belongs to. I'm not, I can't even come up with a good bluff for this name, but she's from <laughs> India. It's like Hollywood Squares. If you can't yeah. give the correct answer, you bluff. give a bluff. Bluff. <laughs> I can't come up with one. But anyways, try, in India, uh, I can't. I really cannot. Uh, here we. Here, well, I'm going to try it anyways. Iramati. Manga mama or some damn thing. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, I'm having fun with the soundboard right now. Yes, well, I'm proud of you. Anyway, she gave birth to twin girls at the age of 74. If you're going to go, go big, man. Yeah, go big or go home. I guess that's go what they say. Oh, boys! I'm Oh, gotta love that one. I, if I remember correctly, that was the lead into the very first Shannon Files after being uh, in hiatus for about five, five years. Yes, we oh, we, Lord, we, we, Lord, we Lord, save Lord. these we save these little things. We uh, well, I, glad we do. Absolutely oh, let's <laughs> What do I have here yet? Oh, hey, you know, I found something from a couple of years ago, and this is one of the funniest quotes I've heard uh, the, pertaining to Trump. Uh, voting for Trump is like asking me to drive. Hmm. Let it sink in. Let it sink in. Now, this couple of years, I think this was actually before the first election. It would have uh, to be somebody with vision. It has to be Stevie Wonder. But did I tell you it was Stevie Wonder? No. I didn't? No. Oh, I'm sorry. It is. That was Stevie Wonder. Well, who else could it be? Well, well Ray Charles had already passed, so I guess that's, that's right. the only one it could be. We'll try it. Oh, man. So, what else do we have here? Stevie, how are we going to get there? Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. Exactly. <laughs> I'm playing the whole board. I'm 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 squeezing in all these drops in the next couple of minutes. Well, I you know, and I, I appreciate that. Oh, Jesus Christ! I had one here. You rang. Stuff it over. I so I'm gonna have to just take this. Uh, just have to take this one from memory. Of course, this is from my only in Florida segment. And this happens to be in Broward County, of all places. Oh, come on. <laughs> Did you hear about this uh, about this uh, girl that got slammed to the ground by a uh, by a service, uh, a school service officer or whatever? Yes. Uh, yeah, that was and I, I hate to we're kind of on the lighter side here. Uh, let's so, let's not. Let's not. Let's not. Just 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 just. No, not now. Well, not now. My, oh, okay. I are you feeling homesick or or uh, I, I'm feeling that I don't want to get that deep into it. 
No, I, I get you. So I will put that back in the vault. But that, that was it. I tell you, I've been searching for stories lately. Save only, it for next week. In Florida. I, I will. I will. I'm sure if I if I dig a little bit further here, I'm sure I could find uh, more funny stuff there than that. You're, the, you're absolutely right. The Daily Show put out uh, an extension for your browser that any story about Trump, it replaces the word Trump with Florida man. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. That's, that's, not. That, now that's some good stuff. That's, that's why that, I'm here. That is some good stuff. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. You know? Hang on a second. I got something I want to play only because it's a golden only. It has nothing to do with anything we're doing here. But I well, we need I missed this. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Oh, I thought that was the actual wide, wide sport. To... Anyway, that's from Blazing Saddles. But still, I like that. It's oh, a reference well. people don't get. Well, well now- hey. Stand up. Get ready. We can do it one more time here. What are we doing? Whatever you got, I ain't got it. What the the hell's going on here now? What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Ah, It just won't play. Oh, well. No! Yeah, that's 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 about it too. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Ed's got something for everything. Well, now we got to get. What? Keep talking. Talk. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm getting ready to get us out of here. Did I lose you? I can't hear you. You're not broad. John is not broadcasting. He's talking right now, but he's not broadcasting. So I don't know what this is all about. I'm, uh, John, if you can hear me at all, I can't hear you. Well, he's probably going out on the feed, but there you are. What the hell happened? I don't know. It's on your side. Did you just mute yourself for some damn reason? I, I, I would ask you the same question, sir. Oh, goodness me. Well, what do you say? Let's let's just go ahead and, and tourniquet this while we got a chance. What do you say then? Well, we got about 10 seconds before uh, we got to do our thing. So just sit okay. there. Be patient for three, two, one. Two, one. There it is. Joe from Egan, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon. Adios. See ya. I'm begging you, baby, won't you please stop? You talk too much.